Welcome to the Now Leading Podcast, hosted by the Northwest District LCMS. We bring a Lutheran point of view to conversations on the art of leading as a follower of Jesus, through valleys, over peaks, and on the waves, following His lead in the great Northwest. Well, this is Dust Kunkel again for the Now Leading Podcast, and this is segment two of our time with Tabea and with Pastor Mike, and um, I'm, I've been looking forward to, to this particular segment because it really is just some stories of connection and, and influence of, of, about Cross My Art and how you're connected to your community, and, and um, they're great stories. So uh, let's start with you, Tabea. We, right before all of this, we were talking about how this gives you um, maybe a, a different connection to talk about Jesus than you normally would have. It's kind of unpack that a little bit for us. So I've always been the type of person who's had a little bit of trouble of yeah. um, sharing my faith or you know even thinking about how to do that. It's always been easy with kids for me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, working at a camp, it's been easy to do. But You're a camp when, counselor. Yes. That's actually how you and I know each other. That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a long time ago, it feels mm-hmm. like it. Um, so, you know, sharing with kids is easy, but then yeah. I've never been able with either my peers or adults um, to share. And so working with Cross My Art is just such an awesome um, segue into easily sharing about Christ. Because, right. you know, you tell someone, oh, I work for Cross My Art, and they're like, what is that? So then you just get to naturally explain it. And um, a lot of people are just very curious about it, and they ask questions yeah. and tell them about our faith lessons that we have a part of every class. and. Mm-hmm. It's just a very natural way to share God's word. So it's been really um, a blessing for me that way to have that venue, and I hope a blessing to others that I've shared with. So, And I still um, work for Crossmire even though I'm teaching. Right. And so um, I've been able to talk to my coworkers, and it's a public school. Yeah. And so be able to share it that way. and um, Right, because Crossmire, your role with Crossmire is part-time and, mm-hmm. and um besides you just teaching full-time yeah. in kindergarten here in Spokane. Yeah, and it, yeah. you know, as I said, a public school. And so yeah. um, it's been an easy way to um, open up that venue as well. So it's, You are describing exactly what um, a bridge into a community, a bridge ministry looks like. It, gives, it bridges things, so it gives us opportunities to just connect with people in ways that we wouldn't normally be able to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pastor Mike, same thing. But different story. Oh it's yeah, just, I can tell you about one of those connections. Yeah, because Cross Merit's heart from the beginning has been to be an art center for the community and of the community. It yes, was, we we're launching it through Holy Cross. Um, the Lord has brought us to to bring this to the community, but it's not ours; it's His. Right. And so from the beginning, we've said we want to connect with other artists who love Jesus and love art. And so I tell you about just a couple of those artists. One. Um, the lady who teaches glass classes for us, uh, not stained glass, but glass slumping, glass fusing, which is a really a fun and fascinating art where you, you're cutting and piecing glass together and then firing it in yeah. multiple firings in the kiln to get it to melt in certain so ways. You're not and, talking about glass slumping because that's what I used to do in junior high. <laughs> no, not glass, glass slumping. Glass. Okay, glass. Just kidding. Yeah. yeah. No, and, and this glass comes glass out with beautiful slumping. forms and colors and... You know, I, right. I mean, we're not Chihuly, so we're, yeah. we're not making just huge things, but okay. uh, stuff you could fit inside a kiln, plates oh. and clocks and things you put on your wall, yeah. um, Christmas ornaments, uh, just amazing, okay. really cool glass things. Anyway, 
we uh, connected with an artist a few years ago. Her name was Beth Reamer, who had graduated with a fine arts degree from Whitworth University here in town. She was working for Gonzaga. She wasn't doing anything with her art, hadn't done anything with her art for years. Huh. Uh, she was a Christian, uh, goes to another church in town, uh, a large church called Life Center. Um, but we connected with her through uh, some channels, other people who we knew knew her, and yeah. we called her, told her about this, and, and she was really interested and excited. And um, so we worked with her a little bit. She came to check it out. Uh, we got her to teach a class. I uh, enjoyed it so much because it brought her back into mm. into being involved in her art and using it for the Lord's purposes, yeah. which she had never thought about her art being a way to mm. to express her faith and share faith in Christ. And so uh, she's gotten involved. She teaches two or three classes every spring, every fall for us. Um, and in addition to that, we also wanted Cross Merit to be a place where as community was developing, people would come and work on art together, learn a little bit about Jesus, have conversations, that they would be invited back. And right. so once you've been through an art class, you are welcome to come and use our facility. As long as there's mm -hmm. not another class going on, you can use all of our, our, okay. all of our equipment. You just bring your own perishable, consumable supplies you mm -hmm. can provide or buy yourself. And so out of this has grown a glass group that meets every Thursday. It's a little community of, of glass workers who gather together in the art room every Thursday evening for several hours together <laughs> that only one of them had a previous connection with our church. Yeah. The rest of them are just folks from the community who've been through art classes and they, they love each other. They encourage each other. Mm. They support each other. Uh, they make things for each other. They help each other make things, uh, yeah. Christmas gifts, what have you. And, and when one of them's not there or sick, they, they're calling yeah. each other. They're support. It's a true community, and Christ Jesus is at the center of it. Yeah. And it's not an official art class. It's just happening. And more and more people get invited to that. If people take a glass class, they're, they're invited to come to, to glass group on yeah. Thursdays and just have fun. I love that. It's just happening. At some point, when we plan programs or events, if we're doing, if, if we have that goal of helping people, we also really want to get to the point where stuff just happens. Right? That's right. This, yeah. is, this is a community yeah. of Christ that's being built through the arts. And, um, and it's an expression of church. It's not inside yeah. our, ch our church sanctuary. It's not worship. It's not Bible class. It's a, and it's not something we're leading. It's, just, right. it's, it's happening. Community yeah. is being created. And we would love to see that. Our, our hope is that in the future we would see that in, in multiple mm -hmm. different mediums. But right now it's happening with glass. Yeah. And it's been a lot of fun to see. Uh, one other story, uh, another artist we connected with in town. One year we decided we were going to try just uh, for marketing purpose and get our name out there mm -hmm. to have a, a featured artist every year. We would um, stipend a featured artist. And so we connected with an artist in town. His name was Nicholas Saranka, and he's from, uh -huh. he's from Kenya and he's Maasai. And he has uh, just been living over here for several years to do his art, which is batik, which is a, a way of staining fabric, Yeah, which, which is done often like in Indonesia and places like that for fabric that you would wear, just mm -hmm. staining different colors. But, but he takes it and, and actually produces scenes. And, mm -hmm. and most of them are Kenyan scenes. And he's a Christian. And so each painting he does, he has a lesson that he has in mind with right. it. And we asked him, can you just, we want you to share that oh, lesson that's so cool and and so he he did that with us but that particular year he was also bringing over uh, a number of maasai shepherds from kenya who had never been to a city they'd oh, never um, been in an airplane they oh my they, goodness they, just, they live in the bush and they raise animals and he wanted to bring them over to share their music and their culture because that's what he paints 
and uh-huh. all his paintings are that. And so we partnered that together with some of our art classes, and these Maasai dancers would be dressed in their warrior outfits uh, from the Maasai tribe, and they would be dancing and singing in Swahili and, and their Maasai language. Uh, and meanwhile, you know, art is going on all around. <laughs> it was just the most fun. I'm trying year. to picture it was, that. It was it's a, just it's blowing my mind right now. It was now. a fantastic time. <laughs> if you want to see pictures of it, you can go out to our website, www.crossmyart.com, and, and there's some pictures out there. Wow. Of that. Now, were people blowing glass while these guys were dancing? It wasn't. Just it wasn't glass going on. <laughs> these, they were doing batik yeah. arts. They were doing uh, his style of art, and yeah. he was teaching. So I, was I imagine spears flying, like no spears flashing. Flashing. <laughs> stuff it, was, it was a neat time. <laughs> what, these are amazing stories, and I just the I had this picture of you just praying about this before any of this started, and could you have even imagined? No, I tell you, stuff? I could not imagine. In fact, before we had yeah. this art center um, and this was just an idea across my heart was a, a hope and a dream that mm-hmm. God had placed in our hearts and minds at Holy Cross and we yeah. were praying about it um, weekly I would before Sunday worship uh, go out into our lot before we built and uh, look at that lot and just pray that the Lord would make it what he wanted look up at those stars that you know Abraham looked at when the Lord gave him the promise and said your descendants will be like these stars yes. and just think Lord I don't know what Cross my heart's going to be in the future. I don't know what you have in mind for it, but Lord, I know you had your vision for Abraham was as big as the stars, and, and it can yeah. be for this too. And so I just let it be what yeah. you want it to be. Um, and if you need to change our direction, or, and that's always the constant prayer because we don't know. Um, things that worked two years ago for this to mm-hmm. connect with the community aren't necessarily working right now. And yeah. we're constantly retooling and asking the Lord, okay, what would you have us do next? Right. Who do you want us to reach next? Uh, where he wants to advertise what yeah. community needs this I'm looking forward to coming back in, in you know a year from now or so and hearing where you are because we really are I'm catching you in the middle of a process right yeah. now it's right? growing we're four years yeah. in to cross my heart mm-hmm. and, and one of those new communities is a, a homeschool community that the Lord led us to connect with a year ago yeah um, that's uh, so be, talk more about that how did that whole thing happen with these homeschoolers um, one of the ways it happened, we had this one group um, that I reached out to, and they were willing to do a one-time class um, to have basically homeschool kiddos come and check us out. Uh-huh. And we did a one-time class um, for a younger age group and then for an older one. Okay. Um, and the second one was somebody reached out to us on Facebook and was like, do you you know, provide classes for homeschool group? and um, at the time, I wasn't teaching, um, uh-huh. and so I was able to teach that class, and it was really fun because we had, you know, our little nine thirty session, and we yeah. met at the in our um, cross my art room, and um, you know, we had kindergarten through about third to fourth, so th- that's a pretty big age range if, yeah. if you're a teacher and you don't know about that. Um, so I was a little bit nervous. Some about of them that. can write their names, and <laughs> yes. some of them can't even read their names. Yeah. Um, so I was, you know, tr- worried about that, but it was really cool to see, you know, as the weeks went on, that the older kids started naturally just helping the younger ones because uh-huh. um, they would finish a little bit earlier and. So they would just, you know, go in and help the younger ones. And um, we all got to know each other's names. And yeah. um, they've reached out. That group has reached out hoping to have another class. And yeah. so it's it was just really fun to um, be able to connect with them. And they, you know, some were from faith backgrounds mm-hmm. and some weren't. And some knew each other and some didn't. So we were yeah. able to build a lot of different connections that way. 
That is really neat. It's one of the things that we um, we we miss sometimes in our communities is there are in every one of our communities in the Northwest and across the U.S. there are there are uh, homeschooling networks mm-hmm. of families for whatever reason that have decided that they want to homeschool their kids and typically they're connected. They're not you know they're not just alone. They're connected in these loose networks of parents who do things together. Mm-hmm. And so you're you're explaining that this is a network of parents in the Spokane area that basically is is connected to you and using you for art teaching in art classes. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah, and we were always up front with them to begin with of, you know, we are uh, faith-based and uh-huh. so every class will have a faith lesson and right. they were completely open to that. Uh-huh. Um and so that was kind of cool to be able to serve them that way. And that I mean not all of them are participating in a faith community somewhere either. Some yeah. of these families are not connected anywhere. Yeah. So. And none of them were connected through Holy Cross. And right. so they were all out not outsiders, but you know, yeah. um, you know, from different areas. Mm-hmm. And so we all got to use that as a meeting place to come together. Right. These pictures, I mean, these stories you tell paint pictures in my mind and hopefully for the listener as well. These, you've got the pictures of Messiah warriors dancing <laughs> as people are doing art and, and little homeschooler families, um, little homeschoolers helping one another do art together. And, um, People gathered together, blowing glass on a Thursday night, and being community for one another, and you know, just really, really cool stories. We have time, I think, for one more story, and this is a good one. This is about your connection to Alaska, right? Yeah, just talking about communities from um, from Maasai culture in Kenya to Athabascan natives who uh-huh. are living in the in the Atna region of Alaska, which is along the Copper River. Uh-huh. We. The first year, back in 2013, decided we were going to do this through the summer to offer art classes, and we really struggled. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody signed up. It was hard to connect with the community, and went back to the Lord in prayer and said, okay, Lord, um, what do you want us to do with this? I guess yeah. we're just not going to do summer classes. It's too hard. People go different places. And, and we said, okay, well, if, if people are going different places and leaving Spokane in the summer because yeah. it's summer and they're traveling, then maybe Cross My Heart should travel. And so we prayed about that and we connected with Alaska Mission for Christ and said, I don't know if you'd let us do something like this. We don't want to come and do a VBS because that's what Alaska Mission for Christ does. They put VBS in in every community in Alaska or they do basketball camps. Right. You know, um, we weren't doing basketball. And And these are these are communities that many of them, they're so remote. Because um, Alaska is huge. Most of these you have to fly to. They're small villages. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... But oftentimes a village might have 100 kids in it yeah. or something. And you can't do this kind of fine art with 100 kids. It just, yeah. there's, it's too expensive. The, the equipment, the consumables, the, the art supplies are too, it's, it's just, it's too detailed and intricate. So yeah. when we called them, we were put in touch with missionary Todd Reisky, who mm-hmm. is pastor of Mount Drum Lutheran Church of Copper Center, Alaska, and, and explained to him what we could do. We could do an arts program for about 20 to 25 yeah. kids. We'd love to come into a village, spend a week teaching art about three hours a day and teaching Bible lessons about Jesus cool. in that time too. And he said, wow, let me think about that. <laughs> I think I've got just the village because there was a village that they had done a VBS in uh, near there yeah. that they wanted to do ministry in, but the VBS did not go well. And the village elder said, no, we will never have mm. you come in and do that again. And it had been about four or five years of no right. ministry, no Christian ministry at all happening in that village. And there was only one Christian family in this village. 
of about 70 people. So the and door so is essentially shut. The door is essentially shut. And, ah. and he said, I think I can approach them with this. Mm-hmm. I think if I tell them this is art education for their kids, they'd be interested. Yeah. And so he connected with them and they, they welcomed it. And it was very tentative the first year whether this was going to continue or not. Um, but we've been back there five years building relationships with yeah. those kids. Uh, last year, each year when we go up there, we walk around the village and a neighboring village. So Gokona, Alaska and Gokana, Alaska. And we walked around the two villages and hand out flyers saying, you remember we're going to be here tomorrow. Yeah. Our camp starts. You got to be there. And little Morgan was walking with her mom. And uh, she she looked at that flyer and her picture was on it. She said, <laughs> Mommy, that's me. That's, that's me. me. <laughs> and can we go to art camp again? And they're so excited mm-hmm. uh, to learn about Jesus. Yeah. Uh, these are kids, um, half of which don't have any connection to faith, life, mm-hmm. or Jesus, and are learning about him for the first time through the arts yeah. in Gakona, Alaska. That is so cool. And, and the opportunity for them to hear for the first time that Jesus is real, he's living, and he loves them yeah. deeply. Is a beautiful. That's the good news. And Alaska Mission for Christ has asked us, "Can we replicate this? Can we do this in other villages?" And and we're looking at that. We haven't yet, but if mm-hmm. the Lord wills, we we would do that. So we'll see what happens in the future. So cool. These are great stories, and um, we're going to close here in just a moment with a question for our podcast listeners, um, Mike and Tobey. I'm really thankful that you took the time to share a little bit about Cross My Art and these two segments that we have for the Now Leading Podcast. Tabea, tell us once again how people can get a hold of you if they've got more questions, if they want to learn more about Cross My Art, if they are even thinking about starting something like this um, wherever they are. Uh, you're a great resource for that. So how do they get a hold of you? Well, in today's day and age, the easiest yeah. way to get a hold of me is through Facebook. Just search mm-hmm. Cross My Art Fine Art Center. Um, and you know, send a message right, right on our wall or whatever. Yeah. Um, you can also look us up on our website of www.crossmyart.com, and um, our emails there and um, phone number and all of that. So. Right on, excellent, good. Well, I hope you do it, listener, wherever you are. Um, if you are interested in or considering this, these two are great resources, and um, they'd love to be. Uh, they'd love to pick up the phone and visit with you more about this if you have questions. Um, Pastor Mike. Close us out with a question for listeners to consider. I think just to constantly be considering uh, that where are you able to to help build community mm-hmm. around Jesus? And I know as, as Christians and as Lutherans, we often think worship. And, and that's true. But community around Christ happens in so many other places yeah. and ways, uh, whether it's around um, a class fusing and slumping and cutting on a Thursday evening right. in an art center. So how are you helping to foster those communities that are bridging into your community outside the church and creating community for Christ? Yeah. How am I building a bridge or fostering community wherever I am? Fostering community for Christ, wherever two or three are gathered in his name, he's there, uh, whether that's around an art table or or something Mm -hmm. else. Uh, And how are you blessing that? How are you helping to create that community? That's great. Well, dear listeners, thanks again, and um, we will catch you around the next bend in the road or on the river here in the great Northwest. You just listened to the Now Leading Podcast, hosted by the Northwest District LCMS. Leadership conversations from a Lutheran point of view for Christian leaders of all kinds. Take a moment after this podcast, and with everything you've just heard in mind, consider at least one action you will take. Then go and make it happen.